This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss two 80s slashers, 1981's The Prowler and 1989's Intruder. Swearwolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. How are you? I'm good, man. Another week. Yeah. And the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I'm thankful. Got a lot to be thankful for yeah. this year. <laughs> yeah, <And> some, <laughs> some recent blessings and <laughs> and some future blessings. Yeah, it'll be a good uh, a good a good holiday season. It'll I believe. be nice. Get 2020 the fuck out of here. I determined that I'm gonna for New Year's Eve. You know, we're not having like a party or anything and we never do anyway, but I think like my sister will come over and her husband and maybe my sister-in-law and her husband, but you know, we see each other kind of on a regular basis, socially distant, of course. (laughs) But anyway, I determined that what I thought we should do is uh, like blind manner, right? Where they like were burning stuff in the bonfire. Yeah. I was like, we should all like get pieces of paper and write down shit that we want to just fucking forget about about this past <laughs> year you go. and we'll burn and it, it to start a new and let's not speak of it ever again yeah I and like i thought it. that would be a nice way to wrap up this year of like total like fuckery <laughs> and just like start afresh and and every year i think for well at least the past four i've said well this next year is going to be better than the last and it it's progressively this been year, worse. <laughs> it, I don't know. I think lock, lock it in 2021. 2021. It's going to be better. It's got to be. It has to be. It's got to be. Um, it's already going to be starting out a lot better. Yeah. Come uh, middle of January. But <laughs> uh, but regardless of that, um, Thanksgiving coming up. Not doing much for this Thanksgiving. I mean, we're like I said, my sister, she lives like right next to us, right near us. Mm-hmm. So she comes, she can come over. Um and uh and we all work from home so it's not like we're around people anyway so uh she comes over and we're probably gonna have like i mean we are gonna have thanksgiving meal there yeah and we'll do something similar we'll go over to my parents house yeah they're not too far my and my mom lives close but my mom i haven't seen my mom in person (laughs) she's well she's hunkered down i will say this her birthday was at the beginning of november um happy birthday linda (laughs) love you linda um that's from a callback from a previous episode <laughs> um but she i saw her on her birthday i drove by dropped her off flowers and stepped back as she answered the door so <laughs> and then waved that was about it <laughs> happy birthday happy birthday linda 
you don't listen to this podcast. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you were only good for one thing. That was my birth. My birth. <laughs> Just oh, mom. Mom. Um, this week, we you picked these movies. I think based just on... Uh, title <laughs> yeah that's kind of my thing as i often pick movies based on titles. you just go through like an in like a book of horror movies and just go oh these go together it's sometimes i'll just be scrolling through movies and i'll see two movies that like just seem similar at least in title and i'll be like okay Prepare i can them. i can make a an episode title out of that <laughs> yeah yeah so we got two movies we got the prowler and intruder never seen either one of these you know i saw part of uh the prowler so it was one that i think i put on really really late one night Mm -hmm. and was only kind of half watching it and i think i fell asleep and i'm not saying that's because it's a bad movie or anything like that we'll get to that Mm -hmm. but um so i I remembered a couple of particular scenes but for the most part it felt like i was watching a movie for the first time intruder i'd never uh, never seen before yeah um so let's start with the prowler the prowler came out in 1981 it was written by neil barbara and glenn leopold Directed by Joseph Zito, who also directed Friday Thirteenth Part Four. <laughs> yeah, in our previous episode, we, yeah, we we got confused about a different director and then realized it like halfway through. Yeah, it's been yeah. a long week. Um, so uh, he also directed Friday Thirteenth Part Four. Um, good, good director. I mean, I, Friday Thirteenth Part Four is arguably some people's favorite. Yeah, I think for um, a lot of most people, it's probably yeah, it's up there definitely in the top three. Yep, uh, for me. Yeah, me too. Yeah, maybe yeah. even num- takes the number two spot. Three, four, and six are my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely in the top three. Um, stars. Vicky Dawson is Pam. Christopher Goutman is Deputy Mark. Lawrence Tierney. Uh, Lawrence Tierney, people might know from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. You're Mr. Blonde. He looks like yeah, the Mr. thing. Yeah, Mr. Pink. <laughs> he looks like the thing. Um, Farley Granger as Sheriff George. Cindy Weintraub as Lisa, Lisa Dunseith as Sherry. Like, why not just change those yeah, names so yeah, Lisa can be her- Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> and David Cedarholm as Carl. All right. The movie was released October 9th, 1981. Uh, David was approaching his first birthday. <laughs> October? Oh, no, you just said celebrated. Just, yeah, no, just turned one. I'm sorry. Um, and I actually, like, so this movie was filmed during my birth. Like, during. like in the weeks of like, it was filmed, I think between September and October of 1980. Oh, wow. Yeah. So somewhere in there, hopefully around a good scene was when I was born. <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> um, budget was uh, $1 million box office, less than $1 million. There wasn't an exact total. It just said less, less than, than. <laughs> made less than that. It was just a less than symbol. <laughs> so it made less than what it cost. We'll see if for good reason or not. All right, movie opens up. It's uh, like it's like a, almost like a newsreel. It's Dude, like the boys are coming yeah, back from yeah, home. Yeah, I got the middle the was it mid Atlantic accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the boys are coming home. The girls have been waiting for them. <laughs> yep, and it's like uh, after like a, the World War. Yeah, and you see a carrier like full of soldiers. It's like probably stock footage, but yeah. it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and it's March of 1945, and uh, a woman named Rosemary. She's writing a letter to her boyfriend who's off to war. Yeah. Right out of blue, she sends me a John Deere letter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, 
she does. She sends him a Dear John letter <laughs> while he's off at war. Like, what the fuck? It's pretty fucked up. He's, it is He's out there punching up. Nazis, and you're like, I've, I've moved on. Yeah. Sorry. You know, my grandparents met uh, during World War II, and uh, they were both in the Marines. My grandmother was a Marine. My grandfather was a Marine. And um, my grandmother was engaged to a guy who wasn't in the service. He was back home in New York City, where she was from. Oh, snap. And she, my grandfather had been shot and he got sent home and he was recuperating and he was possibly going to be shipped back out. Hmm. They were at some like USO, um, dance and they met there 21 days later. They married Whoa! about nine months minus 21 days later. My aunt was born. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> um, but, and they stayed together till the day. I mean, my grandfather died first and then my grandmother a year and a half later, but they um, were married for over 50 years. It's awesome. And, uh, but so she had sent a dear John letter to, to this guy back home. <laughs> and, and I asked, I said, why'd you guys get married so quick? 21 days. Right. And my grandmother was like, I didn't know if he was going to be shipped back out and if I'd ever see him again. Ah, uh-huh. lock him down. Yep. So they got married. Um, like I said, she got pregnant pretty quick, either <laughs> prior to or right after. <laughs> a little controversy. <laughs> I don't know if you know. It was so close that. Um, but yeah, so there you go. That's that's wartime for you. However, yeah. this lady in this movie, this Rosemary, she was like, no. Nah. I'm going to dump you for someone that's here. Yeah. I got, I found a local boy. <laughs> <laughs> he was the boogie boogie bugle buckle company. <laughs> uh, they're having this party, this graduation party. And I don't know what they're graduating from. Class of 45. Yeah. But gra- graduating from what college, right? I th- uh, yeah. I Again, think this so. is one of these movies where it's hard to tell. Are they high school kids? Is this college? I mean, I'm reading. I that think they're it's college. college. Yes. I think it's college. I'm reading that they're college. However, the college is so small. And they even have a chaperone later on. In oh, yeah, the 80s, chaperone at the dance. I'm like, these are fucking 20 something year <laughs> old kids. These are adults. <laughs> and they're hiding the liquor? Like, they're seniors in college graduating. Like, at minimum, they're 21. Right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Fuck this movie. Um, no. <laughs> but that part was just confusing. Yeah. Anyway, back to 1945. Uh, Rosemary, uh, she had broken up with her boyfriend. She writes the, that letter. And anyway, then she's going, uh, she's attending this dance. With her new boyfriend, Roy. And they go out to this... Uh, like a gazebo. Yeah. Lover's Lane. <laughs> and uh, they get attacked by somebody in like an arm beat. Like, I don't know. He looked like... Uh, he kind of reminded me of uh, Valentine's... Uh, Dude, this movie reminded me a lot of My Bloody Valentine. My Bloody Valentine. Yeah. Like the killer. Yes. And they came out the same year. I don't know which was... I actually think My Bloody Valentine was first. It also come out this year was Friday 13th Part 2, which this movie reminded me a lot of. And I'll get to those points in a little bit. And but, both movies from our previous episode were, were 81 also. Yeah, that is weird. 81 yeah. was a big booming year. But uh, Friday 13th Part 2 and My Bloody Valentine both came out prior to this movie coming out. Interesting. And I don't know if it was coincidence but there is a lot of similarities. Like you said, my bloody Valentine, the first time they're having this dance because there was this murder, <laughs> this movie, a graduation dance. It's like the first time in 35 years that they're having yeah. it. Uh, because, uh, you know, this murder happens. Well, like, you know, not to bury the lead, but yes, these two get married, uh, murdered by this pitchfork guy. Yeah. And he stabs it through both of them, which is pretty cool. Like, which was again, like Friday yep. the 13th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I don't know. <laughs> Take that for what it is. 
Uh, yeah, kills both of them. Like and then a, he puts a like a, a rose. rose in her hand. <clears throat> yep. And then we get the title card. Baby, <laughs> <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. Why didn't Seal write this song in the eighties? We could have used it. I hated that song. Yeah, me too. And it was like everywhere. inescapable everywhere. And it was from Batman Forever. <laughs> yeah. It's like what? Like very strange. It's like I understand like when Titanic came out and you couldn't escape that Celine Dion song, mm. but that was from fucking Titanic, like an Oscar-winning movie. <laughs> yeah, Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. <laughs> it's not even the third best Batman movie. <laughs> well, maybe of those like those the, years. Yeah. But then again, it's the third best. <laughs> yeah. So it's not even the best. <laughs> we did get Bat Dance from the first one. 35 years later, we got uh, this one. We get introduced to like Pam and all of her friends, Deputy Mark, all those people. And they're having this graduation ball. Yep. And like you said, the first one since the murders. Since the murders. We meet Lisa and Sherry and Carl, and they're all getting ready to party. And, uh, Mark, the deputy, he shows up and he's about their same age, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He looks older. Yeah. I think he's just a little bit older. Yeah. But he's like oogling. Yeah. All the girls. Not just just, Pam. Not just Pam. Yeah. He's like checking out their asses like while they're hanging up a banner or something. Yeah. And he's like, like, it looks "Mm." good to me. Mm -hmm. They're like, does this look good? Like one girl goes, does this look good? And he's like, looks good to me. And then the other girl's like, how about mine? And he's like, yeah, I guess. (laughs) He's like, oh, that's a little crooked. (laughs) She's got granny panties on. You can see her (laughs) panty panty lines. It's like, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. Love it. Loves me some grandma. It's period panties, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be comfortable. (laughs) I want to dirty up my nice, <laughs> my nice panties. <laughs> that word uh, panties is like a word that I don't like saying. Yeah. I think a lot of people have that with panties and like moist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Moist. But panties, it just sounds like it's you're a, weird, a pervert. It does sound, it does. All right. Get your panties. <laughs> it's like a panty creeper. sniffer. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Panty raids. <laughs> panty raids. What kind of fuck up? thing with that it was that concept of a panty raid that's gross like those people should all be in prison it goes back to my whole revenge of the nerds thing oh that rapey culture oh of that my movie. god yeah that movie all those people should be in jail <laughs> fucking booger worms are yeah, all of they're them. all predators <laughs> but they're nerds man there you go silicon valley <laughs> Zuckerberg. I bet you Zuckerberg wanted to do a panty raid. Yeah, he probably sniffed a pair of panties or two in his in he's his day. A, he's a dick. I hate Facebook. I hate it. I'm not a fan. The whole concept of it. Well, the initial concept, I guess, was good, but it started out like, well, oh, look at my kids. You haven't seen me in 20 years since high school. Okay, cool. Well, I think it's funny, too. Like, you go back and watch a movie like The Social Network, which is kind of about the creation of Facebook. And then you talk about, uh, in that movie, like, he, I mean, fictionally, but like, he talks about all the things that he doesn't want Facebook to be. And it's basically what Facebook has become. And then that movie is great. Yeah, it's a great movie, but yeah, Zuckerberg's a dick. <laughs> <clears throat> and I've heard, I actually worked with a uh, person who worked for Facebook when it like first started. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she obviously didn't work there any longer, but she was telling me, yeah, he's a, he's dick. a dick. Yeah. I could see that for sure. <laughs> Fucking geek. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's all the alpha betas we're trying to do stop the nerds from being predators <laughs> yeah exactly the they alpha were actually, betas they were weren't good predators <laughs> yeah, they were the heroes I think we really looked 
that movie really shows a myopic view of what it was like at that college. Yeah. <laughs> we need to see it from the other side where all the alpha betas are getting together. Like we got to stop these fucking They're sexual these fucking rapists. <laughs> They're going to trick these girls into having sex with them. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my Darth Vader mask? Um, all right. So, okay. okay. Deputy Mark, let's talk about this guy's hairdo for a second. <laughs> First of all, he has, He's a dork, but he has this hair that looks like he's wearing a hair helmet. Like it's like quaffed perfectly, but it's like also it never changes. It's hard. It, yeah. It's like it's, it's a hair dry, helmet. but it's hard. Yeah. His you know hair I mean? was very peculiar. How do they get their hair like that? <laughs> they got like a that lot hair of hairspray. That yeah, and blow drying it. Mm-hmm. Like who has like that's, a, that's an investment, a time I, investment. I'm so glad that blow dry, uh, men blow drying their hair is not in fashion because I would never. Yeah. Like throw on a baseball cap, maybe spritz my hair down a little bit and comb it. I know you shave your head, so you don't yeah, have to worry about that I'd shit. Shave, I shave my head once or twice a week. And if I'm <laughs> feeling self-conscious about my hairline, then the hat goes on. <laughs> yeah. But, but for me, it's like, I don't want to blow dry my hair. Ugh. Yeah, that's a job. And that's what those fuckers had to do back in the 70s and 80s. So they could get look that, like Scott feather, Bale. Yeah, exactly. Get that Farrah Fawcett yeah. feathered look. For a man, though. For a dude, yeah. <laughs> Leif Garrett. And fucking- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me the male Farrah, please. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So he's talking to the sheriff, this deputy. And the yeah. sheriff's going out of town for a hunting trip. Or going fishing, right? Go fishing, sorry. Yeah. And uh, so he's leaving the deputy in charge. But we also find out around the same time that there's a prowler who's been seen about in the area. And uh, by whom? I don't know. <laughs> Many people are saying <laughs> there is a prowler out. Yeah, I've heard I've the heard, reports. <laughs> heard from a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people are saying there's a prowler about. Um, so be on the lookout for this guy. Yeah. You might try to sniff some. But panties. you're in charge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> panty sniffers. And he seen. says like, if you need anything, uh, here's where I'm staying. You know, give me a call if anything crazy happens. Yes. Um, so he's like, all right, cool. And he's like, keep an eye on those kids at the dance because they're shenanigans mm-hmm. afoot. Um, all right. So and Pam's worried about Mark. She, I, their relationship is kind of weird. Like, are they dating? Are they not dating? Did they date? Yeah. Um, I did want to talk about Pam. She looks a lot like Amy Steele. Yeah, she does. And again, Friday the 13th Part 2 came out prior to this movie coming out. So I don't know if that was done on purpose. I don't know. But she looks a lot like the heroine in Friday the 13th Part 2. So we'll just leave it there. There, she's Yeah, she's worried about Mark. She wants Mark to come to this dance and... You know, whatever. And she's we worried also, that the Prowler's going to come to town. And I was kind of like, why? why? Yeah. Like, if I hear like, oh, there's been some robberies, you know, in the neighborhood. I'm not like, oh, the robber's going to come to my house. Like, no. no I'd say the chances are pretty slim. Yeah, it's just weird. It's it's kind of a weird setup. I, I don't like that. Like, I would have rather them not know anything. Yes. And then just this person. And just have the person show up. Um, we also meet these, like, these two idiots that work at, like, the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. By the way, at this gross at this like market, there's like they have everything. They yeah, have it's a real tiny place. Yeah. But they had like right over the shoulder of the guy Kotex. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Which goes back to the period panties thing. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Here, take a box of these and put on put on some comfort uh panties and uh, 
Underwear. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we meet those two. And I, I was, I don't know. I was kind of suspicious of these two. Like, I don't know what I thought of them right away. But I was like, why are we meeting them? Yeah. Is there a reason? Are they? Yeah. And they seem a little and creepy. One of them is like slow. Yeah. He's, he's not the sharpest He's like a big shit. guy. But he's slow. He's mm-hmm. like, which way did it go? <laughs> and then the guy who runs the store is like always kicking him in the butt. And he's like, get moving there. <laughs> Move your ass. I think his name is Otto or something. Otto's the slow guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So uh, she uh, Pam goes back to her, I guess, dorm. Yeah, because they got to prep for the dance. They're all getting dressed and prepped. And her roommate, Sherry. Sherry is in the shower with the door open. I thought that was really weird. Like, you know, they're girls are different than guys. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Like showering with the door wide open. A little privacy. Yeah. I don't know. The, the glass was shut. Closed. Yeah, but, but it was glass. <laughs> it was frosted. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I always shower. I, just I, was a little I always shower with the door open. Really? Yeah. I yeah. don't have a door to I don't I have a door I, to where yeah. my shower is in the I master bathroom. So. That's true. I guess I do. Of course, of course, you live just with your wife. It's yeah. not like it's a roommate. It's not like if I was here, you're yeah. like, hey, whoa, yeah, <laughs> doing the helicopter. <laughs> you're like, look at this, <laughs> look at this, buddy. You just hear like a flap. <laughs> like that's impressive. <laughs> Slap it back and forth <laughs> on, my, on my thighs. <laughs> Jesus, you're hung like a fucking pack mule. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at mine. It's an anthill. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, but girls are different. Girls change in front of each other. Yeah, they get naked in front of each other, like girl, like girlfriends. Like, like I think that's normal. I didn't say it, like we it? don't do that. Yeah, no. Like unless you want to, do you want to get dressed? Right now? <laughs> <I'm> dressed. <laughs> do the rest of this podcast naked. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway, so she's taking a shower. Yeah, and while this is happening, we also see the Prowler, like, suiting up, like, putting on his boots and stuff. We're like, all right, something's going to happen. Yeah. And like I said, he looked like the My Bloody Valentine guy, but not really. Like, he's got, like... But like a G.I. Joe version. Yeah. With, and I thought it was a gas mask, but it's not. It's, like, a just, like, a covering. Like a, yeah. Like a mask. Yeah, over his head. Yeah. Yeah. And, then and like it's a, got, like, these goggle eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty weird looking. Like, is that really something they wear? Maybe. I don't know. Somebody must have saw it at like the army surplus store. And they're like, let's write a movie. There's our costume. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Um, So she's uh, taking a shower. Pam leaves. She's like, I'll see you at the dance. And then Carl comes over. Who's Sherry's boyfriend. Yeah. And she's, and we see from like his perspective. So I guess I'm spoiling it, but we think, oh, "Oh, the killer's here. And then the shower opens and it's Carl. Yep. She's like, Carl. And she's naked. We see boobs. Yep. So any slasher movie, you got to have, at least one one boob. <laughs> we get two here. We get two here. But three if you include Carl. <laughs> but uh, he's like, um, you want me to join you? And she's like, how quickly can you get it undressed? And he's like, start your timer. <laughs> he says breakaway pants. <laughs> she just rips him off. And done. So she closes the shower door and he goes to get undressed. And uh, while he's getting undressed, he gets uh, killed. He gets stabbed to like the top of his head and it comes out the bottom of his chin. And it's awesome. It is awesome. Oh, we his eyes it. roll back yeah, and they're, and white, they're white, white. Roll over white. Yeah. Oh. That, that is fucking awesome. Yeah. We should say the the visual effects in this movie were Tom Savini. So. Oh, they were? Yeah. I didn't see that. Yep. Awesome. Good. Because that. Yeah. It just <laughs> proves my point about Tom Savini. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was awesome. And then now the prowler is going to the shower. He opens the shower door 
and there's Pam, and he takes the pitchfork and he like sticks it through her, lifts her up, like pins her. Awesome, awesome. That kill was fantastic, and it goes right through her, blood. That was one that um, I said earlier that I had seen parts of this movie. That was a scene that I remembered. Yeah, because the boobs. And that was also one, it was also one of the reasons why I picked it. I was like, what was that movie I was watching that one night that had the pitchfork kill in yeah. the shower? And I was like, all right, I'm gonna pick that one. Yeah, very very good. Um, Pam's back at the dance. Um, oh, also, what I'll say is, like, we get some kills pretty quickly. It's, it's yeah. starting. Yeah. Right? We don't have to Yeah, we're wait. not 45 minutes into this one. No, that doesn't mean the pacing is really good in this movie. Because I'll not. get to that later, it's too. <laughs> <laughs> but we shit starts happening. All right, we're at the dance. Pam's there. All of a sudden, Deputy Mark shows up. And she's all excited, right? Yeah. Yeah, I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> I want to be with, with somebody. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, somebody, 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 somebody. oh, wow, you got it, you go, girl, I got a diva on this podcast, oh, shit, VH1 divas, three, <laughs> the swear wolves, uh, a little trivia, the day we're recording this episode, Whitney Houston will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, oh, congratulations, you know, <laughs> fuck the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> hey, Nine Inch Nails is getting uh, inducted tonight, too. So I don't disagree with Nine Inch Nails. Because that's, like, I guess... Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's kind of become... It should be Music Hall of Fame. Yes, it should. Because, like... They should change it. Because it's not Rock and Roll. No. I mean, even Nine Inch Nails is not Rock and Roll. No. I mean, that's industrial. Oh, get the hell out of here. But, I mean, it's industrial rock, right? It's, it's not like... Rock and Roll is, like, Buddy oh, Holly. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chuck Berry and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Rock and Roll. It's rock it's alternative it's whatever industrial i don't even know i agree it should just be music yeah because whitney houston is not rock and roll it's fucking pop music that's pop but she she's worthy (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) r.i.p yeah you know it's so weird it's like her and her daughter like died Died the same same way way. oh and so sad and this and the guy who was her, her boyfriend was there when both of them died, we need to investigate. This. <laughs> get on it. Get on that case, David. Yeah, let's get the yeah. <clears throat> fucking QAnon. <laughs> get the QAnon on this. Can we forget those fucking people? Please, too? please. I, if I never hear the the letter Q again, I will never even watch yeah, Sesame Street yeah, if write, the letter Q is the word. Letter write of the that day. shit on a piece of paper and burn it. Oh god. Do it. Yeah. Fuck them. Um, Pam, Mark. He's coming over to her. All of a sudden, Lisa steals him, right? Yep. Yeah, he's coming over to Pam. And then, yeah, Lisa's like, hey, Mark, I want to dance dance." (laughs) with somebody. somebody. (laughs) I want to feel your heat. Um, Uh. But uh, so they start dancing. Now, I want to say something about these two parties, the 1945 party scene that we see and the 1980 party. Like the 1945 party people, they were like dancing and they had loud music and everything this one is kind of fucking bullshit <laughs> and who was the band they performing? had a live band i don't know was who the band were. like tommy two-tone it, it, looks, it looked like dude yeah it reminded me very much of like yeah you're right jenny jenny who can, or, or dire straits like the guy looked like uh mark knopfler yeah from yeah dire straits. yeah i got like a like a cheap trick kind of vibe it could like, have been like, cheap trick i mean have, i think we could hire or, cheap trick or the knack or something like that I like the knack. I like the knack. My Sharona? Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. I mean, 
I guess I don't like the knack. I like that song. I like that song. Yeah. Like I don't have knack's I, I greatest hits. I can't name <laughs> two knack songs. But like I don't that. think the knack can name two knack songs. Uh, Remember they had that show on VH1 where it was like uh, reuniting reuniting band. bands. Yeah. yeah, and it was like they would sometimes bring back bands together, and I'm like, who cares? <laughs> like they had one hit. Yeah. Like yeah, some of them were weird. It's like we're gonna reunite. Towards the end, they got a little more desperate. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to reunite this band of people that I remember from high school. <laughs> they did a cover song. I remember one episode of that show that I really enjoyed, though, and it was a band that I didn't really care about, was Drama Rama. Mm-hmm. That was a good episode. And then going back, like they actually had some... They had Drama Rama? They had a lot of good songs. I never really gave them their due until I saw that episode, and then I went back and listened to some of their older stuff. Is Drama Rama the the ones who like I'll give you yeah man, give you yeah. give you hundred dollar bills if you just marry, marry me marry me marry I love that me. song. That's a, that's a great song. song. And that was like that song's also in um Friday the or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street four. Yeah, and that song is like still good like by today's standards. Yeah. Like even in the nineties. Like I thought it came out in the nineties. It came out in the eighties. It came that out in like the mid eighties. Yeah, that song was ahead of its time. It was. Yeah. It really was. They should be in the music hall of fame. <laughs> so So she so Pam gets pissed off at Mark. Yeah, which she's kind of jealous. I was I thought that was kind of messed up. Like he was trying to be nice. Like he even made a face at her like, oh, you know, I'm gonna indulge her in dance. Like it wasn't like, oh I'm with Lisa now. Uh, she's it was she's weird. Just jealous. She was just jealous. Yeah, and that happens. You know, people get jealous. Yeah, and he goes over to apologize and try to make, you know, Friends, kind of smooth yeah. things over. And then Lisa, like, runs up and bumps into the back of Mark and he spills his drink all over Pam. Punch all over her white yeah. dress. Yeah, she's pissed. She's like, it's just punch, guys. It's just punch. <laughs> it's just punch. <laughs> I got, they're like, plug kind of, it up. <laughs> plug it up. <laughs> like, what what kind of underwear are you wearing? You got, the, you got your fancy stuff? You got the... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, she goes back to go change, obviously. Um, and so as she's changing, uh, she she uh, Dude, Sherry's still in the shower, the, and the Prowler's still in the shower. Because then yes. we get a shot of uh, Kiss from a Rose, like he yeah. puts a rose like on her dead head. Yes, I was like, this dude's still there. What the hell's he doing? It's been a long time. Is he taking a shower? Maybe. He washing his balls. Maybe he took one off. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. He had to clean his balls. Yeah, um, but. The the funny thing is, is like, uh, Pam doesn't think it's weird that Sherry's still in the shower. Yeah, I thought that was odd too. Like, hey, it's been a while, Sherry. Like, I think your vag is clean. Yeah, you're like, you're good. <laughs> like, don't wash it too much. You'll get a yeast infection out there. <laughs> you don't want to do that. No. Yeah, I thought that was weird too. Like, why didn't she notice something was off? Yeah, but then. She sees the prowler. Yeah, as she's leaving. And the prowler's like chasing after her. Yep. And she runs and she goes outside. And then Lawrence Tierney's there, the major. Yep. And he like grabs her and he can't talk. He's like an invalid. Yeah, yeah. He's like mute, but he's got the G.I. Joe Kung Fu grip because he grabs her arm and he just will not let go. He rips her dress off, like a portion of it, her shawl. Yeah. And uh, he's like, (laughs) good acting, Lawrence Tierney. Um, he doesn't get a whole lot to do in this movie. I mean, I think that's it. That's the last time we see him. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the first and last time we see him. Yes. But he's mentioned throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Because he lives across the street from these girls. Major Chatham, I think is his name. Yeah. Well, he, um, she runs and then all of a sudden Mark is there and she's like, there's someone after me. I'll investigate. So he says, you stay here. 
she stays in the Jeep. Okay, this is where pacing becomes an issue with me. It's like we get static shots of her sitting in the Jeep. And Mark and lasts, looking around. Then Mark looking around. And then her. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, whatever. Jump Mark, to whatever's going to happen. Mark doesn't find anything. Um, he wants to go to Chatham's place since she said that he grabbed her. Because he does see wheelchair, like, tire marks. Yeah. And so then they decide they're going to go to the major's house because yeah. the major was there. And uh, they snoop around. Because mm-hmm, that's what you do. Yeah. And uh, they they start looking around. They like they like break in basically, or mm-hmm. they walk in and they start looking around. And um, they realize that the major's daughter was Rosemary. Yep, who was the heartbreaker killed. Yep, and um, heartbreaker. Don't <laughs> you mess around Run with me? me. <laughs> heartbreaker. Is that heart? I don't know. Should be. Oh no, that's Pat Benatar. Oh, probably. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it is Pat Benatar. Benatar. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> heart is Barracuda. Yeah. Barracuda. Dude, heart was fucking before. Heart was like, did that one song? It must have been love. No, that wasn't heart. Was that heart? I don't know. Heart. Oh, that's Roxette. That's Roxette. Heart was the song uh, where it was like, um, it's the one where she like wants to f- fuck somebody just to get pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> like, what was it? It was like, oh, God damn. It's hold like on, from like on. the late 80s. All I want to do is make love to you. Well, not of love is all we knew. I did not know that that was heart. Yeah, that was heart. Like so, heart in like the seventies. They were like hard oh, rock. Fucking Nancy Wilson and Ann Wilson. Yeah, and and, and uh, the one is it Ann or Nancy? I can't I remember. Whichever one plays the guitar, she could fucking shred. Yeah, and then I think that's Nancy. And then Ann, she had this fucking great voice. And then uh, it's like. All I wanna do is make love to you. <laughs> that song sucks. It and it's does. like, what happened to Barracuda? Yeah, give me that. More of that, please. Isn't one of them married to uh, Cameron Crowe? I don't know. Interesting. I thought that would make sense. I thought Nancy Wilson. He's a big music guy. Yeah, yeah. He followed around uh, fucking Almond Brothers. Mm-hmm. Did he write for Rolling Stone too? Yeah, he did. That's where. Uh, that um, Fast Times comes from. He went undercover uh, at a high school in ah, L.A. Interesting. And went because he was young, like he was a kid. Like that's what that whole movie, that um, movie with uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. What's that movie? Oh, Almost Famous. Almost Famous is based on him. Yeah, writing. But when he was young, he went undercover at uh, that a uh, fucking high school, and he wrote about all those. Th- Adventures in Rolling Stone, and <laughs> then the article became uh, Fast Times Ridgemont High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> there you go. Fascinating. Has nothing to do with horror movies. Nothing to do with this movie. Very little to do with heart. <laughs> <laughs> so Mark and Pam, they're like, something's going on. We got to go back to the dance and warn everybody. And warn everybody. So they go back to the dance and tell the chaperone. Okay, again, why is there a fucking chaperone? <laughs> and the chaperone is like their same age. Like, yeah. she's not much older. She's, like, maybe 28. Yeah. And <laughs> and why are they putting the responsibility on her? Why doesn't Mark just go up to the microphone? He's the and be fucking like, deputy. He's the, yeah. 
He's law. I'm more likely to listen to that guy. Law and order. <laughs> yeah. And so he, uh, they, the chaperone go, gets on the mic, and she's like, um, all right, everybody, Tommy Two-Tone will be back in just a second <laughs> singing Jenny for the 15th time. But in the meantime, everybody, we're on lockdown. Yeah, there's a prowler we suspect might be near, so just everybody stay inside, please. But meanwhile, Lisa has actually already gone outside because she was pissed off at her boyfriend who was barfing in the bathroom, right? Yeah. So she's outside taking a, taking a dip in the pool Yeah. in her bra and panties. But I'm sorry, the, her underwear. <laughs> but by the way, uh, even back in 1981, no one can handle a lockdown. Everybody's like, we're going to stay inside. Yeah, but my freedom. <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, this is my constitutional right. <laughs> uh, so yes, everybody's outside or everybody's inside except for Lisa. Lisa's out in the pool. We know what happens very shortly. <laughs> Lisa gets kicked in the head. Yeah. yeah the she like starts to get out of the pool with a little like ladder thing, and he just kicks her in the face. <laughs> and she goes flailing like a and fish out of water. Yeah, and she's like flopping around in the water. That, that was kind of weird. I'm like, just stand. Yeah, like, it's not yeah, that yeah, deep. Put your, put your feet down. <laughs> You're in the shallow end. <laughs> but, uh, but then he goes into the water, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he goes swimming. Which I thought was weird, too. Is like, He's going to get his gear all wet. <laughs> Maybe it's quick dry. Maybe. Like, fast dry, <laughs> like athletic clothing. Um, but yeah, she, he stabs her in the pool. He, like, slits her throat, and the blood, oh. like, oozes out. That was really was cool. Like, like, but it's, like, underwater yeah, and spurting. So it's, like, cloudy. This cloud of, like... Uh, but yeah, like, the cloud burst of, of blood. And it was kind of, like, almost like a... Yeah, it was like awesome. A, like a pulsing. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, so she's dead. Um, Carl is drunk and Mark and Pam like take him to the sheriff's office and they lock him up. Yeah, that was weird. Like oh. he's fucking Otis from the Andy Griffith show. It's like <laughs> public display of intoxication. <laughs> yeah, it's it was- like maybe. The- oh, you know what? I just thought about maybe they're in a dry county. Because, you know, those exist. Yeah, Maybe. And maybe that's why they can't, uh, they're not supposed to be drinking. Put him in the drunk tank. Yeah. So they, they, they lock him up. Also at this time, we got two others that are fucking downstairs, which is, which is kind of a weird thing too, is because these two nerds go downstairs to start fucking and, uh, on this old ass fucking mattress, like from psycho two. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old, (laughs) yeah. Like in this cum cum filled mattress. (laughs) And, uh, there's like an old man who's like masturbating while watching them. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. There's like an old man who's like peeking around the corner oh, and then gross. and then he's like <laughs> Oh gross. I don't know if he was masturbating, but I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he wanted to. But what no. happens to them? Do they get killed? Or I no? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't remember. Because I think around the same time, this is when the chaperone uh, goes out to investigate. Cause she realizes, I guess, that Lisa went outside. Somebody tells her. Yeah. And she goes out there and the pool is filled with blood. She doesn't notice though. No. And she walks around the pool. And then she finally sees the blood and she's like, oh no. And then that's when the prowler pops out. I think he stabs her, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He stabs, yeah her like right, he stabs her like right through the windpipe. Yeah. She gets, she and gets blood shot. spurts and it's also cool. So also that, that store owner, that creepy store owner from earlier who was kicking that slow guy's butt. He comes by and he's after they lock up Carl. He comes by to Mark and Pam, and he's like, "Hey, something's going on at the cemetery. Someone was prowling around." Like, there <laughs> was a prowler. The camera over. <laughs> it's like a, like a it's like a Scooby Doo episode. A prowler. <laughs> a prowler. 
Um, so they go back to the cemetery and there's, uh, an open grave and they open it up and it's Lisa's body is in the open grave. And I guess she probably has a rose too. And that's uh, going back to the pacing. That's a long scene too. Cause he goes to the casket. Oh, he Christ. starts to open it up very, very slowly. And then he gets distracted because yep. Lisa see, or Lisa Pam. Pam sees, was it Otto? I can't remember. She sees somebody. Yeah. Otto. So he like runs over and he's like, Oh, there's nobody here. And then he goes back yep. and then he slowly opens it again. And yeah. And then we get the body. I mean, it was it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Mark's like, I've had enough. I'm going to call the sheriff. This is another pacing issue. He calls that sheriff at the cabin that he's at for fishing, and that big old fat guy answers yeah. the phone. I actually kind of liked this scene. It was funny, but it lasted. It was very long. It lasted like five minutes. It was really long. He calls this guy, and this guy is so pissed off that someone he's playing solitaire, and he like eventually answers the phone, and he's like, "Hello," and then there's like, "Oh, can you connect me with room four or whatever?" And he's like, "Maybe I just got here." And he's like so pissed off, but that's what happens. And then he's like, I'll go check and see if he's in his room. And then he just puts the phone down, goes back to playing solitaire for about a minute. And then it cuts to Mark who's on the phone and he's like really antsy. Yeah. Yeah. And then it cuts back to this guy and he like slams a door. Yeah. Next to him. Like he doesn't even get up. He's just making noises. He's like, nope, not here. I I checked. He's not there. (laughs) And then he's like, can you take a message for me? And he's like, sure okay yeah let me find some paper yeah it just takes forever i get the humor behind it but it just took too long it was long but i laughed (laughs) um so they they go back then they decide they're going to go back to the major's house and um mark is attacked by the prowler and he like gets like knocked out or something he's not dead no he is knocked out then the prowler starts chasing after pam and uh they're they're wrestling and whatnot and she rips off his mask yep and it's the sheriff surprise why is it the sheriff oh because he do we know we do because he was the guy who got his heart broken by rosemary oh he was yeah did they did they say that yeah when i think they said that I don't. I, I didn't write it down in my notes, but I think so. <laughs> I don't think they ever said that. Maybe they did. Maybe I'm missing something. But yeah, no, I think he was the was he? the sweetheart. Okay, yeah, because um, we also find uh, Rosemary's body, oh, like yes. in the major's house. That's like he stashed right. it like in the chimney. But that was in the major's house, not the sheriff's yeah. house. Yeah, I don't know if he was trying to pin it on him or what. But that had been there. Oh, he dug up her grave. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that was Rosemary's grave, but he put Lisa's body in it. And then he took Rosemary's body right, out and, and stashed up. Yeah. He had a lot of time on his hands, apparently. Yeah. Well, okay, so I guess I assume the major's dead. Yeah, I guess. We never saw that. <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what happened, but regardless, Otto comes in, the slow guy, and he shoots the major. Yep, with a shotgun. And um, he's like all happy that he shot him, but then the major has a shotgun of his own. He's not really dead. I guess he has bulletproof gear on. Oh, the prowler, yeah. The prowler, sorry, not the, the sheriff. Yeah, the sheriff. So he turns around and he shoots Otto dead. He did. And then him and Pam continue to wrestle, but Pam points the barrel of the gun to the prowler sheriff's head, pulls the trigger, and blows his head right off. Dude, it was awesome. That was fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was badass. It was. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, his head when that happened, exploded. I was it was like a watermelon. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Mark is still all good and 
him and another, I guess, another cop who magically appears, they drive Pam back to her dorm. Yep. Which is fucked up because it's like, all right, just go to your dorm. I thought it was weird too. Like you don't bring her down to the station just to kind of get her side of the story or talk through like what just happened or. Meanwhile, what happened to Carl? He's still in the jail cell because he was drunk. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah. He's safe. Uh, so anyway, so she goes up to her dorm and the shower's still going. Yeah, she's like, why is the shower running? The shower's still Sherry, taking Sherry, Jesus Christ. She's like a raisin now. Yeah. <laughs> You're a little pruny, Sherry. <laughs> she opens it up and she sees Sherry and uh, what's his name? Dead. Yeah. And his eyes are still white. And then we get one final jump scare where he's like, it's yeah, like a Friday he, the 13th he, like, grabs her. Like, uh, type thing. And then it was like all a dream and she screams and that's the end of the movie. Because it was a hallucination. So well, not the whole. Just the last part was the hallucination. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry that that him grabbing her right. was a hallucination. But then that's the end of the movie. I I still don't know if they clarified that that happened to the sheriff. It makes sense. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But he would have to be really old. Well, well I guess no, not. It, no, it's only 35 year jump. So, so he, maybe he'd, he'd be like, like 55, mid 50s, which 60. is about how old he was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If they did, I missed it. Like I said, a lot of distractions this past I'm week. Almost positive it's <laughs> okay. what it was. It doesn't say it in these notes that I have, so I, I like I said, must have just <laughs> missed it. But that, that's fine. I, I do believe you, and that makes sense. I'm not saying the movie doesn't make sense. My problem with this movie is also the pacing. Like there was, it it's a lot of long, drawn out scenes. Yeah, and it's not a very long movie. Like the movie no. itself is only about an hour and a half. Again, it goes back thirty page script. Yep, ninety minute movie. There's a lot <laughs> of not dialogue. Um, it is a rip off of a lot of movies that had come out prior. And again, I don't know if it's coincidental, but it's very, it's too similar to yeah, these other movies. It's very similar that are. Maybe better. I'm not saying My Bloody Valentine's better than this movie or worse, but Friday the 13th Part 2. There is a scene where they had a pitchfork and it broke in half and she stabs him with a pitchfork just like Amy Steele does. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where she hides under a bed and a rat comes. Oh, yeah. And the prowler that's straight out of Friday the 13th Part 2. Yep. Um, So there was a lot of that happening that I was like, that's a little... That's a little too close for me <laughs> now. I don't know. Um, but I will say this, the makeup effects were fucking awesome. The kills were awesome. And that's all I'm giving. This movie is based on that. I'm going to give it two heads. Uh, and that's strictly for the special effects. The story was okay, but I think it, there was too many holes. There was yeah. too many, like what happened to this guy and what happened to the major? We never found like, I would like, if you're not going to show us the kills, that's fine. Show us the end result. Mm -hmm. Show us that the major's dead. The major was like, so it was just a red herring. Right. Yeah. Cause I think we're led to believe that he had something to do with it, but he's in a wheelchair and he's yeah. like a mute invalid. But so. maybe it was like the big Lebowski, uh, in the wheelchair, remember he's like this motherfucker walks. I know it. I've never been more. <laughs> they should have had that and pick him up and throw him down. And like, oh no, no, he's really paralyzed. <laughs> Get you back in the chair. Yeah. Also like, there's just stupid decisions made by some people. Like I'm okay with Pam, I guess, but like deputy Mark was annoying. I hated that guy. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a big fan of his either. Yeah. So I give it two heads. All right. So I like this movie more than you. Um, yeah. I didn't love it, but um, I thought the music was pretty cool. The visual effects, like you said, were 
awesome. Like awesome. really, really cool. I thought the killer himself, like the costume. I mean, it's the eighties, but it was kind of interesting. But again, my bloody Valentine. It, it's Very the similar. Same, it's the same costume. Yeah, I would put this. I don't even remember what I rated my bloody Valentine, but I would. I enjoyed this movie more. I think this movie's better. It probably is better. Yeah. Yeah, but really good kills. But I agree, the pacing suffers. Um, something I was thinking about when I was watching this. But again, this goes back to like when we say like, well, then it's a completely different movie. Mm. I would have preferred. To have this movie take place in 1945 and have a historical slasher. I, oh my God, I'm so glad you brought that up because I forgot about that. I was going to bring that up to you earlier. When it opened and it was 1945, I'm like, this is fucking cool. Yeah. I wish the whole movie had been set in that era. That would have been really, really cool. Yes. And it would have been cool to like, if we were made to believe like, oh, the killer is just this guy who got his heart broken, right? But to find out that that guy wasn't the killer, it was someone else, maybe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, would, I thought that would have been cooler, but but overall, I mean, I would, I enjoyed it. I'd probably watch it again. So I gave it a two and a half. So just a little bit just higher. Just a little so bit a higher. Two two five. Yeah, and you know, I shouldn't say it's all special effects that I'm rating it on. I mean, that it's heavily special effects, but maybe a half point for like story. Because I think the story is there. I think there's something there. I just don't think it's like phenomenal. So we follow the Prowler with a movie called Intruder from 1989. Now, for those of you out there who maybe want to watch this movie, look up Intruder. Not The Intruder. Yeah, there's a lot of movies with a very similar title. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this movie is called Intruder from 1989. It's written and directed by Scott Spiegel, who also co-wrote Evil Dead 2. And has worked closely with Sam mm-hmm. Raimi. In fact, Sam Raimi and Ted Raimi are both in this movie. Yep. As well as Bruce Campbell. Yeah, he's got a real small part, but yeah. Real, real small. Um, but it stars Elizabeth Cox as Jennifer. Renee Estevez back. Emilio. <laughs> Emilio and Charlie, Charlie Sheen's, Sheen's sister. sister. She was in uh, Sleepaway Camp 2. We talked about her before. She plays Linda. Dan Hicks as Bill. David Burns. Not that David Burns. Not David Burns. Not David Byrne. Not, yeah, oh, when, from, I saw, uh, when I saw the name at first, too, I didn't see the S. I was like, dude, the, the dude from Talking Heads is in this? I was like, no, it's Burns. <laughs> okay. Sam Raimi as Randy. Eugene Glazer as Danny. Billy Marty as Dave. Burr Steers as Bub. Nobody's. Uh, Craig Stark and Ted Raimi. Uh, I don't know release date. I don't know budget. I didn't look that shit up for some reason. Sometimes I do and sometimes I don't. I guess it just depends on... If I want to, and apparently I didn't. Release date just says 1989. It doesn't. It doesn't say a date. Uh, at least not here. Uh, a budget of 130 thousand uh, dollars. Box office doesn't say. It probably was straight to video. Yeah, probably. I mean, 1989. We had straight to video movies. Not a lot of. Bo- I didn't need to go to the box office. There's probably a reason that it doesn't say <laughs> box office, even if it was. Mm, but we shall see. Putting the cart before the horse on this. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. Let's start <laughs> real quick. Can I just tell you? Take the lead, dude. Can I, no, can I just tell you what my first notes for this movie say? Yes. Boring as hell opening <laughs> credits with moon and clouds. <laughs> and we're off. It was a full moon production. It was. And I, right when I saw that too, I was like, oh, oh boy. Fuck. <laughs> Here we go. And you knew nothing about this movie. I knew nothing about this movie. I got excited actually when I saw that Scott Spiegel was written and directed when i saw the Raimi names and, uh, i was and like bruce, and campbell. bruce campbell was like oh i think we might have a gem on our hands yeah we might have a, a hidden a uh-huh. hidden gem right 
That's what we get for thinking. <laughs> Stupid asses. <laughs> no gem. Maybe a turd. We'll see. Uh, it all takes place in a supermarket. Yeah. Like the whole movie. <laughs> every every aspect yeah, of this movie. And like the area, the hall, like the alley behind it and the storefront. All right. That's, that's I, it. I, I just, I'm going to put it out on front street. This movie sucked. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, I can't even fucking, I can't even go on with this charade anymore. <laughs> I fucking hated this movie. I hated it so much. I, I probably won't give it as low of a rating as I've given other movies I've hated, but I fucking hated this movie. There was nothing about this movie. I mean, okay. I will say this. Greg Nicotero. Some uh, of the K&B, special effects. Yeah. Can be before they were probably even can be, but they did the special effects. Yeah. And I will say, I like the special effects in this movie. There's there's a scene, and I guess we'll talk about it when we talk about the plot, but there's a scene where they're using like a, a meat cutter, mm-hmm. like a bandsaw. Oh, that was awesome. And that looks great. Yeah, that was really cool. But th- those are the only good things about this movie. <laughs> Everything else about this movie is bullshit. The kills are awesome. Well, some of them. Uh, this, the plot is lackluster. It's pretty thin. The acting is atrocious. The acting's awful. <laughs> the, the best, the best character is Ted Raimi's character. Listening to that fucking yeah. Walkman. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same song over and over again. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Oh, it's the same song, and it's always like. That's kind of like what it's like. It's not that, but he's like bebopping away to it. And then when he gets killed and it gets smashed, it's just playing in slow motion. It's like. So they throw in some like little joke yeah jokes, there's some humor in this one but not like evil dead 2 no 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 it's like come on dude you wrote one of the greatest 80s horror movies of all time or you co-wrote it yeah and it starts with promise too i mean other than i said shitty opening credits but like you get you could definitely see the sam raimi influence like some of the camera angles or like a lot of point of view shots like of like the shopping cart but from like the point of view of the cart moving yep. like movie does tons of camera stuff like that yeah and there's but, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that are very you could just tell like yeah these guys but then there's some cheese ball shots too it's like there's a two shot of the two girls talking, Jennifer and Linda and Linda is asking Jennifer, like where her, what happened to her boyfriend, the psycho boyfriend. Yeah. And the camera starts moving when she says he was in jail or in prison, it moves. And now you're looking at, uh, her through the gates of a shopping cart. So it looks like oh, there's like yeah. jail bars on it's her. And I'm cheesy. like, that's fucking cheese ball, dude. <laughs> Like, come on. Like, oh, it's so artistic. Who's the director of photography? Like, some third grader? <laughs> what jail bars up there? <laughs> anyway. The, 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 okay, so the basic plot. It's a small supermarket. Yeah. But yeah, apparently half the population of the town works there, right? There's like 18 employees. Like, there's a lot. Yeah, the overhead's got to be ridiculous. <laughs> That's why they're closing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the Walnut Lake Market. So uh, there's two owners. So like there's the main owner and then like the co-owner and slash manager. Yeah. Bill and Danny. Okay. So Bill and Danny are the fucking owners. And then there's a butcher. There's the produce guy, which is uh, Ted Raimi. The butcher is Sam Raimi. Um, you got some stock boys. You got two cashiers. I mean, there's tons of people that work here and there's like four people that shop at this place. <laughs> it's like, I think we could have gotten away with like, I don't know. The butcher guy be both the butcher and the produce guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, 
they're they're all working one night. It's getting ready to close, and out of nowhere comes an intruder. <laughs> no <laughs> intruder it, alert. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. <laughs> Um, what's the boyfriend's name? Craig. Craig. He comes back. He's back out of prison. He's like a psychopath. He looks like a Chuck Norris. Yeah. With a little bit of like, um, like George Michael. But he's yeah. got the leather jacket. Yep. Yeah. But he's got that like with the earring, I the think, beard and the, and the mullet. Yeah. But he's like, he's a psycho and he starts fighting everybody in there. Yeah. He's like real butthurt about, uh, his breakup with, uh. Well, he killed a Jennifer. man. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah. And so she, after she broke up with him, he killed a man accidentally <laughs> in a bar fight. Yeah. I mean, his hands and are he's lethal like, weapons. Why won't you tell me why? Wasn't that a movie where a guy? Oh yeah, it was uh, Nick Cage, Con Air. Yeah, yeah. Your hands are legal or uh, lethal weapons because of your training. So yeah, we got so to put you in maximum security prison. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Dude, I saw that movie in the theater. I loved that movie when it first came out. <laughs> I did too. Dude, it, and Danny Trejo and John Malkovich is so over the top. Steve Cyrus, Buscemi. Cyrus the virus. Yep. Steve Buscemi, yeah. yeah. He's like the Hannibal Lecter uh, type. Yeah, Define Irony. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Leonard Skinner joke. Yeah. Oh. Uh, my daddy gets police on July 14th. My birthday is July 14th. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, Put the bunny down. down. <laughs> I saw that movie not well, too it also long ago. Chris, uh, uh, um, or what's his name um, from Rush Hour? Oh, Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker's in that movie, isn't he? Doesn't he get fr- no Dave Chappelle? Oh, is it Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle's in it. He gets frozen. I can't remember. Yeah. Or wait, maybe both of them are in it. Dave Chappelle doesn't he like grab onto the wing or something? I don't, uh, I, don't I can't know. remember. It's been a long time. Yeah, one of them is in it. <laughs> Somebody, one or both of those are in it. Yeah, Con Air. I saw that in the theater. I loved it. Yeah, me too. It's a fun movie. It's stupid as fuck. Oh yeah, but it's it's Citizen Kane compared to fucking Intruder. <laughs> it's got the Leanne Rhymes song. How do I live without you? Oh God. I think that song was in that movie. Yeah. It? Well. Ugh. Whatever. Leanne Rhymes. <laughs> She was doing acting in some movie, mm-hmm. and she was married, and the guy she was acting with was married, and then they ended up together. Hooking up. And then they divorced. Oh, wow. And now they're together. Yeah. It's a big thing on Real Housewives, because <laughs> the, ex, the ex was on was on Real Housewives. Oh, man. Yeah, it's drama. Well, you got to start watching Real Housewives. <laughs> you got you to gotta stay up to date. You want to see some real horror. <laughs> oh, God. It's so contrived, too. Oh yeah, it's so all that it's stuff such is. contrived bullshit. And it's they get like the Kardashians, all that stuff. They get yeah, they get pissed off about the littlest, stupidest Monday. I'm like, you guys are fucking dumb. But yeah. people like watching it. <laughs> they like the drama. You know, intelligent people. My wife is intelligent, <laughs> and she likes watching it. And now next season on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Kathy Hilton is going to be one of the housewives. Oh wow. So real housewives, mm. yeah, real, like very, you know, Kathy Hilton, who is married to Conrad Hilton, who's the heir to the fucking Hilton dynasty of fucking <laughs> hotels. Fuck them. I'll watch it though. <laughs> I always pretend like I hate it, and then meanwhile I'm always like, you gotta go to the bathroom. Like, hey, can you pause it? <laughs> yeah, pause it real quick. I'll be right back. Dude, that's one of my favorite things. Like when my wife, you know, rarely watches horror movies with me, but like when she does, sometimes she'll be like, oh god, and then like I'll like she'll get up to do something. She'll be like, hey, can you pause it? <laughs> uh-huh. 
Did she say that about Intruder? She did not watch Intruder. <laughs> <laughs> she was at work. Uh, uh, okay. So, the uh, this guy shows up, and he starts fighting everybody. Because he's like, I want your back. She's yeah, like, and there's a long, drawn-out fight scene. And it's got awesome sound effects. Like the... Dish, dish, dish. And and there's like six guys, and they can't he, take this guy down. No man, and he, he gets away. He's fucking Nick Cage, like, crossed a, gre- with like a greased pig. <laughs> can't catch this guy. He's Nick Cage crossed with Chuck Norris. <laughs> anyway, he goes hiding in the store, and so they're all on this manhunt for him. That's what I thought this movie was going to be about. I and did he too. was going to systematically like kill all of them, but that's not what this movie is about. And I'm glad because, like, when I saw, it, I was like, "Ah, oh, Jesus! Yeah. I don't want this. It's not that. It's not that the alternative was any better. No, no, <laughs> no not, not at all. But he he finally gets like discovered somehow. Like he calls and he talks to this fucking Linda, and then I don't know. And then he he confronts her, and she's like, "What do you want?" And he's like, "I want my change." <laughs> Because he had bought a pack, he bought of, a pack cigarettes. of cigarettes. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, mm, well, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but anyway, he leaves. Like, and now the movie starts basically, and the movie is uh, the the premise of the night is everybody's gonna go home, but the managers stop them last minute, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, we're gonna need you all to stay, and you're gonna have to mark everything down half off because we're selling the store." going out of business you're all losing your jobs but we're going to get you a nice little bonus and we'll give you any we'll try to help you letters in. of recommendation because <laughs> you get extensive grocery store experience <laughs> it's a minimum wage job yeah you can go get another one yeah you'll be all right so that's that's the premise of this is that's why they're all that's, yeah i'm surprised they're not like um fuck so you. listen so we're getting fired and we have to work overtime tonight yeah. yeah peace yeah i'd be like oh by the way i gotta go but uh renee estevez oh she was linda jennifer was the main girl but uh anyway it doesn't matter it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> renee estevez's character she's gonna bolt she's not staying she's gonna take yeah, she's off. gonna go home because she goes she, grocery shopping she buys get some beer for her boyfriend or her husband or whatever yeah. corona <laughs> take it home <laughs> And she's uh, going, maybe she was just like, fuck, everything's half off. All right. Yeah. Everything must go. All Load right, it up. Get some beer. <laughs> but yeah, she's like, her boyfriend's getting off work and she wants to have food, a meal ready for him or something. It's kind of fucking sexist. <laughs> it's like, you better have a meal ready for me. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. Make your own Make meal. Make your own meal. Yeah. Bitch, I work too. Yeah. Stop at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> also pick me up some fries <laughs> yeah maybe a, a flurry a mcflurry <laughs> oh i used to i used to get i used to get chocolate shakes and then take my fries and dunk my fries in the chocolate shake not bad. i've done that before it's delicious <laughs> i mean it's bad for you but whatever who cares you only get one life yeah um one of the stock boys dave uh he's kind of got a thing for, for jennifer, jennifer yeah. and like he asks her out and she's like oh that'd be nice yeah sure yeah. So there's really not much to this movie. No. It's just a lot of goofy and shit then that happened. The Bub character who's like a, a stoner guy. Dude, that who, guy was annoying. Dude, I couldn't figure out if that guy was just a terrible actor or if his character was just dumb. Dumb or both. Both. And I think it was both. I think it's a combination. But there was one part of that movie that made me laugh was when he was talking about how Craig got in a fight with like a I think a guy that he knows or something. And he's like, Yeah, and like if he didn't have 
a blender handy to hit him over the head. Who knows what would happen? And the girl's like, hit him with the, and the head with the blender. He's like, yeah, it was a Hamilton Beach blender. <laughs> it got very specific. Yeah. There was that part. And there's also a part with Ted Raimi. Because Ted Raimi was in the back bebopping away. And he didn't know the fight happened. And someone came back and they told him, like, Craig came. This Craig Peterson came. Oh, yeah. Ted Raimi's like, I kicked his ass I kicked in his high school. Ass in high school, yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude another funny part too is when they're looking for craig i liked how i think it was bill yeah. uh goes into like checks a bathroom stall and he doesn't like you see his reaction at first um but it's not him he just found a nasty shit <laughs> in the toilet he's like Whoa. stupid stupid well anyway yes one by one they start getting killed by an unseen intruder mm-hmm the only time we actually see something is when uh who is it dave or danny Danny, that death goes was pretty out, good. Or not Danny, then Dave, who goes out into the back alley and he gets attacked by Craig. Oh, that's Bill. Bill. And he hits him with the hammer? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so Craig hits, there's like a struggle, and then Craig hits Bill in the head outside yeah. with the with a hammer. And so leaving him for dead, apparently. Yeah. But, um, and then everybody else starts getting killed. All right, let's go through the deaths. Linda gets stabbed. Yep, while she's going out to her car. While she's going out to her car. Um, Danny, I think, is next. And he gets he gets attacked up in his office. Yes. And above, he gets, kind of above the store. Yep, and he gets his head... You know, like those... Um, like receipts. Like a spike that you put like receipts through or invoices yeah. or whatever once yeah. they're done. Or memos or some yeah. shit. Diner orders. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is multi-use for those spikes. <laughs> One also use is to slam someone's eyeball into it. Yeah. It was so, like the Joker's magic trick oh, in the yeah, Dark yeah, Knight. Yeah, 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 it was very much like that. Yep. Um, and then another very Sam or very Raimi type thing is then like the blood when it spurts out, like the blood falls on an overturned lamp. Yeah. So the blood gets on, on and then the like the room kind of turns red. Yep. Yep. That was Evil Dead too. Yeah. That happens out in the shed. T- Ted Raimi gets it. Like I said, he was bebopping along. And he gets a butcher knife to the back of his head, but almost like an axe, like not like stabbed into his head, but like slammed into his head. And that was yeah, pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Sam Raimi gets it. He gets put up on a hook. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, Through the bottom of his chin, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. And then the beer boy, he gets like a knife stabbed like all the way through his belly and it stabs beer on the other side of his body and yeah. the beer starts spraying. spraying everywhere. And then the stoner guy gets smashed in the box smack compactor. Yeah. Um, which uh, my wife was watching this with me and she worked at a grocery store when she was in high school and she said that they had to go, you know, break down boxes Mm -hmm. and she said they had one of those. And then no sooner did she say that than that showed up and she goes, that was it. That was the one. And then when that guy dies, I was like, well, that's what would have happened to you had you (laughs) pushed into one. (laughs) Um, but, uh, and then the, the one guy gets it. I mentioned this earlier, his head through a bandsaw that you would use for like, you know, cutting slices of steak. That was Dave, right? Was that the love interest guy? Yeah. Yeah. He gets it and he he, gets the worst of it. And it looked like there was like flesh on there because they show it as it's happening. He gets cut in half. Yeah. His fucking head gets cut in half. Like the top of his head's like gone. Yeah. That was nasty. Yeah. Like right through like the mouth area. Cause yeah. you see teeth like flying. Yeah. So they spent some time on that one. Yeah. That was probably the best death of the movie. Yeah. I like how before bub gets crushed, he's looking around for Tim yeah. and you know, we talked about this in other episodes. He says Tim's name about a thousand oh. times. 
And then when he's talking to somebody, he says their name. It'd be like if I was always like, David, what do you think about this, David? <laughs> yeah, people don't talk like that. No. Yeah, the dialogue was pretty terrible. Yeah. So it's right around this time, Jen starts wondering where everyone is. Jennifer's like wandering the store. She's like, where is everybody? Yeah. And she starts finding dead bodies she and starts finding, body parts and yep, stuff. She starts finding all this shit. She runs to the front of the store because someone is there you know, wanting to buy something. They don't know that the store is closed. So she runs up there, but they leave before she can get there. And she's like locked in. She's like, let me out. Let me out. Craig comes up behind her fucking Nick cage. He comes (laughs) up behind her and she has like a meat hook or something. She has some kind of hook. Yeah. Yep. Like a, I don't know. And she turns around and she slams him in the neck with the hook. And then he goes down and all of a sudden then bills bill comes in. I should also mention that when the killer was attacking her yeah, earlier, the hand, his hand reaches through and she hooks his hand. She stabs his hand. Yeah. Anyway, so she she presumably kills Craig and then Bill comes staggering and he's like, Craig tried to kill me out in the parking lot. He hit me with a hammer, this, that, and the other thing. And we're all like, okay, well, yeah, that's what happened. And he's like, I'm going to call the police. And as he's calling the police, we look and we see his hand. A, the, a different hand than the one that she stabbed, by the way, but... That's hilarious. So I didn't catch that. But you know what pissed me off uh-huh. about that whole scene? And this is like a criticism of the music in this movie. When he walks around the corner and we see that Bill's okay, that he's not dead, uh-huh. they should have played like a happy or like sad kind of music. Like, oh, he made it. Like something yeah. like where you sympathize and you feel good. Instead, they play this real ominous music. So you know something's up. Yeah. Like, I mean, that, was, that yeah. was stupid. Yeah. It's like if you even wanted to try to like fool us like yeah you weren't fooling us before this because he kind of saunters up yeah. like weird so you're like you already know something's up and that and then coupled with like the ominous scary music it's like yeah. so stupid we know this guy did it <laughs> <laughs> we know craig's innocent yeah he's just it's too simple you know what he's guilty of having a sweet mullet <laughs> <laughs> yeah having a kick-ass jacket also murder uh, well, manslaughter <laughs> yeah, yeah it was that. involuntary he, he did his time come on it was self-defense. It was third degree. Yeah. Come on now. He, he did his time, right? He's yeah. rehabilitated. He paid his debt. Yeah. He just wanted his change. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Bill goes to call the police, and she sees that he has the mark from where she stabbed him with the hook, and she f- puts two and two together. Well, we find out that Bill just didn't want uh, the other dude to sell the store. So kill everyone. And then he said, things got out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he says, I'm just crazy about this store. <laughs> oh. So fucking lame. Dude, yeah, why didn't he just kill Danny? Because then he kind of was like, oh, I'm going to pin it all on Craig. It's like, well, you could have just killed Danny and pinned it on Craig. Danny was there during the, the fight. Yeah. So pretty, Craig pretty, would have motive. Pretty coincidental, though, that Craig showed up that night. Yeah. Because if, if really he set the have, wheels in motion. Yeah, he's like, maybe that's when he thought of it. You yeah, know? just thought it on the spot. Yep. He was so, he was brainstorming in the back, and then Craig so showed up, stupid. and he's like, got it. I got it. I know exactly what I'll do. Um, The two escape. Craig, Craig, oh, Craig's alive. Yeah. I mean, despite a meat hook to the neck, he's still alive. <laughs> and uh, Bill's chasing after them. They escape out of uh, a window, and... Uh, they're trying to get away. During that chase, uh, Jennifer hides behind a display and Bill starts like hacking at her. But the display, it's just in the middle of an aisle. Like he could have just walked around it, but like instead he's like stabbing it. I was like, dude, take, yeah. take five steps to your left. Yeah. Some people are the worst. <laughs> uh, the police arrive 
and they start handcuffing Jennifer and Craig. Yeah. Yeah, because they've uh, Bill like attacked them in a payphone, like and Bill's now like trapped in the trapped payphone. inside the payphone, and it's overturned, and he's all bloodied because they they fucked him up. Yep, and then when the cops arrive, it's Bruce Campbell and Scott Spiegel, and they're like, "All right, all right, all right, we're arresting you." And then uh, Bill's still alive, and Bill's like, "They did it! They did it all! They killed everybody!" And so they're like, they believe him automatically, yeah. and, and she's like, and she even says, "I called you, remember? I'm the one that called the police." No, 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 they don't believe him. No, and, and, we're and then, take you two in. You, Mr. Uh, you stay right there. Yeah, well, and then it's like he tells them that they killed everybody, right? And then the last shot is him opening his eyes. Like, it's a surprise. I'm like, we already knew we already that knew he was he's not alive. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> he was, was just a, talking. That was stupid, too. And then it was like, Dah. Yeah. Dumb. It's like, hey, we also got this uh, this thing called fingerprints. Yeah. They're gonna figure out that you did it, dumbass. Yeah. And Jennifer screams, and hey! that's the end of the movie. Yeah, I gave it one. Uh, okay, I gave it a one and a half. So I'm right there with you. This movie sucked. This movie, uh, yeah. When I saw like same with you, when I saw the Raimi names and I saw Bruce Campbell, I was like, oh, this movie's gonna be fun. It's not. There was a couple humorous parts. We talked about it. Yeah, and some of the kills were creative, but overall, like it's the special effects. Bad. I think are the best part of this movie. the The story, I, I guess, there's some semblance of story to this, right? Like, I think the idea, you know, car- I like the career, set, the career opportunities, but a horror movie, right? <laughs> like you're trapped in a supermarket or a or a big old whatever department store for a night and there's a murderer like yeah. chopping, chopping mall. <laughs> this movie reminded me of yeah chopping mall but not nearly as fun and yeah yeah not not really like chopping mall well i mean just they're, they're trapped in they're a confined space. in yeah. space I, I guess yeah and i dig that like i think that could that's a good jumping off point like if we were like hey we want to make a movie where they're trapped in this fucking target for a night what could we do and there's tons of stuff you could do Think about that. Yeah, use some of the groceries. Use groceries. You yeah. Use everything. Yeah. Get the get the Pam out and like make it slippery <laughs> so yep. you can yeah. A booby there trap or something. <laughs> yeah. Get a get yeah. the Astro Glide out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, in case you want to for whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do with it. You know, we're not going to judge. Yeah. So one point two five average don't see this movie nah, it's not worth it nah. i do not re- do not i do not recommend <laughs> i do this. not recommend this movie either but if you've seen intruder if you've seen the prowler and you're like these swear wolves they're fucking assholes these are masterpieces of cinema <laughs> you should contact us and tell us why you think that they're great and you can contact us <laughs> a bunch of different ways Yep, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, or the Slash Wrap, or the Swearwolves. Um, on Instagram, we are the Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, we have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. We have the Swearwolves website, which is the swearwolves.com. Or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right, so for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. I gotta go change my panties. Oh, and I'm gonna change my underwear. And we're gonna do it in front of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Helicopter it. <laughs>
water mm-hmm. oh. from the islands of Fiji. Natural <laughs> artesian water. Ooh, I got like that pH stuff. pH balance for, for a her. woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strong enough for a man. pH balance <laughs> for a woman. For a woman. Dude, I used to like. When I ran out of deodorant, oh, yeah. I used to steal a couple swipes from my sisters yep, or same. my wife. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> when you're when you put on deodorant, it's like scraping the plastic, so your yeah, and you're armpits like, ah. get raw. It's like whatever. <laughs> yeah, you gotta make dove. Do. Yeah, <laughs> not bad. And then you smell good. You smell like uh, baby powder. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not bad. It's pleasant. Yeah, women smell good. I was gonna say, yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's like same thing with like um, shower gel. Oh. Yeah. Ever run out? Like I'll use my wife's. Uh, I just use good smelling stuff. She just buys it, and I just use whatever she buys. Yeah, yeah. she buys go. like good, good smelling shit. Mm. Yeah, put it on the loofah. <laughs> Rub it on the balls. <laughs> well, those gotta get cleaned too. Yep, they ain't exactly. cleaning themselves. I, get I try the to say that to Christina. They ain't cleaning themselves. Yeah, she's like, well, <laughs> rub a dub dub. <laughs> Oh, balls get so stinky though. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get the duck butter? Oh, the a hot summer sweat. day. Yeah, sweat in the balls. Yeah, it's a little, little vinegary. <sighs> Breathe, breath. Find your breath. <clears throat> Where is it? It's right here. Right here in the diaphragm. It's right here. Bring it in. Hold it. I have some gas pains. I think. <laughs> you push that out. Push that out of your butthole. <laughs> Let it go what if like it come a mudslide. <laughs> it was very loose. <laughs> Sounds like a fucking window's open. Yeah. It's your butthole. Hey, what are you going to do? Your butt's all agape. <laughs> Have you ever done yoga? Uh, no. If you ever do yoga, be forewarned that there's certain positions that, that it, just... Induce farts. And it's it's kind of like refreshing because like if you ever like feel like you need to fart and you can't, you can go into like certain do positions. Do your fucking downward dog and push it out. Um... I was, I haven't been in a while, but I was doing some like stretching and shit like that. And there was this one position that every time I got into it, it was just like <laughs> a little squeaker. It wasn't even a squeaker. It like was a like a trumpet. <laughs> and you're trying to relax while you're doing it also. Cause you're trying to stay focused. You know, yeah. it's all mindfulness, right? So you're trying to do that. And my wife would like be in the other room and all of a sudden she'd hear <laughs> She'd start cracking up. Would, and you, then, would you laugh or would you like keep it together? I like, would laugh because she was laughing. I need to start doing that again. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm getting old. When you get old, you got to find some. Got to stretch. Stuff. Yep. Got to stretch. Gotta keep limber. I'm, I was never limber before, so. <laughs> but now I can't imagine falling. <laughs> like just biffing it. Yeah. And getting right back up, You'd not like an a, option. Be like a turtle. I would only do like an obese turtle <laughs> on my back. Flailing in the sun. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit.
Oh.